will help boost the Thai economy and bring prosperity to local communities. So that's all for today. So what? The Thailand. We'll be back soon with more exciting news and events from Thailand. Until then, สวัสดีครับ Here is where we wrap up the midday news hour for Sunday, March 3rd, 2024. The next news hour is at 7 p.m. this evening. You can also catch Radio Thailand's top of the hour news for updates throughout the day. Enjoy the rest of Sunday. At 8:30 GMT, time for High Life. Our High Life music enthusiast that program comes up. I will not let the cat out of the bag for the guests on the program today. Time for High Life takes us to nine hours GMT for folk tales. From then on, it'll be time for African integration at 9:15 GMT. After that program, we'll go to Central Bank of Nigeria, where we bring the Financial Monitor a program on how the The CBN aims to rejuvenate the nation's economy. We'll be wrapping up this morning's transmission with impressions. It's the English service of Voice of Nigeria. Time now for the World News Bulletin. It's eight hours GMT. It's time now. It's eight hours GMT, and this is the World News Bulletin. The headlines: Nigerian government urges perseverance, patriotism, Rwanda to receive four hundred and seventy million dollars for asylum deal, and Gaza receives first aid airdrop of humanitarian aid. All these are coming up. Nigeria's President Bola Ahmed Tinubu has said that nation building requires perseverance and patriotism to succeed. The president stated this while fielding questions from State House correspondents in Doha, Qatar, shortly after inspecting the National Museum of Qatar on Saturday. First, starting his two official responsibilities with the visit of the, to the museum, the president was conducted round the edifice, which is located in the heart of Doha and built on a land of about 430,500 square feet. Voice of Nigeria State House correspondent Timitope Mustafa completes the story. Speaking on the significance of the Qatari National Museum, the Nigerian president said the museum epitomizes civilization, collaborations, challenges, and perseverance of leadership. The Nigerian leader further noted that since the beginning of nations, nationalism and patriotism had remained major components for tackling various challenges confronting nations. Ah, well, we still have a long way to go. You learn every day of your life, and uh, you, you see the beginning of nations. Nationalism, patriotism, and various challenges along the way. The Minister of Art, Culture, and Creative Economy, Anato Musawa, at the museum with the President, instead of Nigerian government plans to replicate similar projects so as to add value to Nigeria's creative industry. So this has been a great inspiration, and I can see where we can tap into the wealth of knowledge of what they have done here in Qatar, and to be able to add value to the arts, culture, and creative economy within Nigeria. Timi Tokwa Mustafa reporting for Voice of Nigeria. 
The Director General of the Nigerian Army Resource Center, Major General Karba Wahab, retired, has stated that there is a need to be proactive in the measures that are applied in solving security challenges. General Wahab stated this while presenting a paper titled Security, a Collective Responsibility at the 44th Annual General Meeting of the Alumni Association of the National Institute in Abuja, Nigeria's capital city. General Wahab retired, added that every citizen must embrace the chair responsibility for the security of the nation. He highlighted community involvement in addressing security challenges in Nigeria, pointing out that government as an institution is saddled with the responsibility of safeguarding citizens but cannot do it alone. The National President Alumni Association of the National Institute Ambassador Emmanuel Okafo in an address pointed out that Nigeria is currently facing a very difficult time with the twin challenges of insecurity and economic difficulties which are slow down activities in all sectors of the economy. He revealed that as part of the AANI's contribution to restoring normalcy, the association is partnering with various stakeholders to promote good governance and sustainable development across the country in line with the overall objective of working towards a better society. Nigeria's National Institute of Policy and Strategic Studies has solicited to join the Minister of Marine and Blue Economy to develop new strategies and policy for the transportation sector. The Director General, Nigeria's National Institute of, of NIPS, Ayo Omotayo, made this known when he led a delegation from the Institute and a court service to the Minister of Marine and Blue Economy, Adegbuiga Oyetola, in Abuja. He said that Nigeria's National Institute of Policy and Strategic Studies carries out evidence-based research with present with with present attention on transport the director general reiterated that the development of the transportation sector is the beginning of the development of any economy he also disclosed that the institute has been engaged with critical stakeholders in the transport sector and that the institute will want to use the sector to reject developments in nigeria Meanwhile, the National Information and Technology Development, NIDA, and Small Medium Enterprises Development Agency, SMEDAN, have signed a memorandum of understanding to drive the growth and sustainability of medium of SMEs in Nigeria. According to the agencies, the strategic partnership is geared towards the realization of the President's agenda of diversifying Nigeria's economy by enhancing productivity through technological innovation. This was announced during the signing of MOU by the two government agencies at SMEDAN headquarters in Abuja. The collaboration is also expected to create a digital database of all SMEs in Nigeria for easy access and provision of direct support and incentives by NIDA and other interested sponsors. Specs Care Limited and Pharmatrix have emerged winners at the grand finale of the GTEx Africa Startup Roadshow in Kaduna, Northeast Nigeria, Northwest Nigeria. The final stage of the three-city pitch competition in Nigeria spotlighted innovation, creativity, and entrepreneurial prowess of young Nigerians drawn from across northern Nigeria. Specs Care, which is led by Isa Dahiru and provides users with access to basic healthcare needs, was among the three companies declared winner at the technological. Innovation Talent Hunt competition organized by the Nigerian Communications Commission NCC in 2023. While Pharmatrix is led by Inyifarmu Manzo, the company leverages mobile web-based agricultural tech platform to facilitate trade, storage and delivery of high-quality agricultural commodity to desired destination and time. 
Pharmatrix is a beneficiary of the Tony Mbumelu Foundation. A strategic collaboration between Kaduna State Government and Dubai World Trade Center, the event, the event held inside the currently dome suits and helped to highlight the city's burgeoning startup ecosystem to the world, building on the success of previous stops in Abuja and Lagos. The event is being organized in Nigeria for the DWTC by its country representative, Pinnacle Global Business Services Limited, with the support of a number of local partners that include NIDA, Lagos State and the Bank of Industry, among others. The news agency of Nigeria, NAN, has ended a five-day retreat for its editorial management members. The retreat with the team, NAN, yesterday, today and tomorrow, which took place in February at Kaduna State, Northwest Nigeria, is a follow-up to the strategic management retreat held in December 2023. The managing director of NAN, Ali Muhammad Ali, while addressing the participants, said that the retreat was in line with management's strategic plan to update the knowledge base of the workforce, particularly the editorial management staff in a constantly changing media space. He stressed that for none to thread the path to a prosperous future, the management must first embark on deep introspection on the agency's past, reflect on its current realities, and set a template to harness the immense opportunities available in the media space. Citing the example of Kodak, which has gone into extinction, the managing director insisted that none must innovate or perish, thereby enjoying participants to shape up. The participants also raise observations and recommendations aimed at improving the workforce of the agency. Also in attendance was an eminent media scholar and vice-chancellor, Federal University Kashere, Professor Umaru Pate, as well as the presidential aide and former managing director of NAN, Mr. Bayo Onanuga, amongst others. In a bid to combat the spread of misinformation about Nigeria, the Director General, Voice of Nigeria, Malam Jibur Baba Ndachi, has taken a stand against media outlets disseminating false information. Ndachi voices concerns during a visit to the Mariam Abacha American University in Kano State, Northern Nigeria, expressing his commitment to bridging the gap between the positive aspects of Nigeria and the outside world. Ndachi emphasized the importance of sharing authentic content and exchanging expertise. The founder of Mariam Abacha American University, Professor Adam Mugwarzo, underscored the importance of capacity building for broadcast journalists. He welcomed the partnership with Voice of Nigeria as an opportunity to provide a better platform for disseminating positive information about Nigeria and Africa. The United Nations Human Rights Chief says that the apparent deliberate denial of safe access for humanitarian agencies within Sudan could amount to a war crime. UN High Commissioner for Human Rights Volker Turk said Sudan has become a living nightmare. Almost half of the population, 25 million people, are in urgent need of food and medical aid. Some 80% of hospitals have been put out of service. The Sudan crisis continues to be marked by an insidious disregard for human life, Mr. Turk told the Human Rights Council in Geneva, saying that many of the violations of international humanitarian law committed by the warring parties may amount to war crimes or other atrocity crimes. And Rwanda will receive at least $470 million from the UK as part of the plan to have asylum seekers in the UK. The UK's government spending watchdog National Audit Office revealed up to $190,000 will also be paid for each person sent to the East African country over a four-year period, five-year period. The National Audit Office report comes after members of parliament have been calling for greater transparency over the cost of the scheme. In January, President 
Paul Kagame suggests that UK efforts to introduce an asylum deal with his country which is taking too long to implement after criticism of the plan have brought about protests, lawsuits and rulings that have faulted it. The U.S. has carried out its first airdrop of humanitarian aid for Gaza with more than 30,000 mills parachuted in by three military planes. The operation, carried out jointly with Jordan's Air Force, was the first of many announced by President Joe Biden. He promised to step up aid after at least 112 people were killed as crowds rushed a convoy on Thursday. The airdrop comes as a top U.S. official said the framework of a deal for a six-week ceasefire in Gaza was in place. The Biden administration official said on Saturday that Israel had more or less accepted a deal on a new ceasefire. Mediators are due to reconvene in Cairo on Sunday, and Egyptian officials said delegations from both Hamas and Israel were expected to arrive for the negotiations. And that's it on the world news, but I'll be right back with news about Nigeria. Don't go away. From the center of unity, Abuja, to the shores of the Atlantic Ocean, Lagos, this is Voice of Nigeria. All right, we'll go straight to happenings in Nigeria, where the minister of the Nigeria's federal capital territory, FCT, Inyeso Mwike, has said that the decision of President Bola Tunubu to turn the nation's capital, Abuja, into a huge construction site is to ensure that his renewed hope agenda finds immediate expression in the lives of residents even before his first anniversary in office. He disclosed this after he inspected several ongoing projects across the city. The minister, who expressed delight at the pace of work in the various sites, said some of the projects are nearing completion. He commended the various contractors, saying that they are keeping to date their commitment to delivering by the end of May. The Bayero State University, Kano, Northwest Nigeria, has awarded degrees on 11,284 students in 18 faculties. The 38th convocation ceremony saw the emergence of 180 with first-class honors. The institution also conferred higher degrees and postgraduate diplomas on 5,432 graduates who have successfully completed their studies. Also, the Deputy Senate President, Baro Jibril, and President African Development Bank, Akimumi Adishino, were conferred with honorary doctorate degree by the BUK. And in Port Harcourt, the the Aba Railway line is built to commence full operations by the end of March. This was made known by the managing director of the Nigeria Railway Corporation, Fidet Okiria, who was on an inspection visit to the facility in Port Harcourt. Okiria said the China Civil Engineering Construction Company handling the project have assured the NRC that by the end of March, travelers will be able to travel to and, to and from Aba by train. He further said there are plans to link the One port to the rails for the movement of goods to Aba Umwa and Enugu. And finally, wife Anambra State Governor Mrs. Noye Soludo has empowered 30 women with business grants during the launch of Soludo House to House Women Initiative in Oka, the state capital. Mrs. Soludo, who stated that the initiative is a human capital empowerment model that targets low income families and women who are into small businesses, assured that her husband's development vision for the state is backed by pure commitment and passionate will to serve. Addressing the woman, the governor's wife pointed out that massive development has happened in under two years of the current administration and ask the women to take the development stories to their individual communities. And that's it on the world news. But before we go, a quick look at our main points.
Nigeria's President Bola Ahmed Tunubu has said that nation building requires perseverance and patriotism to succeed. And Rwanda will receive at least $470 million from the UK as part of the plan to have asylum seekers in the UK. And the US has carried out its first airdrop of humanitarian aid for Gaza with more than 30,000 mills parachuted in by three military planes. And that's it on the World News this morning. My name is Jude Kankara. Up next is Reflections, our Wisdom Nuggets program. Stay with us. Reflections will embark on a series that will take us through a journey to explore the intricate dance of life. Finding balance amidst the whirlwind of work, family, and self-care. In today's chapter, we immerse ourselves in the rhythm of work, the fundamental thread in our intricate tapestry. Envision life as a delicate masterpiece, with work as a prevailing note, which begs the question... How can we establish boundaries and maintain harmony as we go through the flow of the demands of our professional lives? Work, a potent rhythm shaping our days. To master the balance, begin by setting boundaries. Define your work hours definitively, allowing for dedicated time to focus and excel. As the day concludes, gracefully step away. Recognize that family time or you time deserves your complete attention. The time you spend outside of the work environment or working can be utilized for personal development, whether through your hobbies, education or skill building, contributing to long-term career growth. Also look into enhancing family and social connections. To enhance a balanced life, you have to permit yourself to spend quality time with the people who matter, family and friends. Pay very close attention to strengthening these relationships and providing emotional support. It's also important to reward yourself with healthy doses of personal time to prevent straining your relationships. Spending too much time working or overworking yourself can negatively affect personal relationships. I mean, how many times will you tell your significant other you want to reschedule a date just so you can catch up with work? draw healthy boundaries and maintain a balance. This will definitely help in avoiding conflict and maintaining a healthy social life. Be very intentional about reducing stress. Creating a healthy balance between work and your personal life helps in managing stress levels, preventing burnout, and cutting down the risk of mental health issues such as anxiety and depression. It also goes hand in hand with improving the quality of one's sleep, A balanced lifestyle contributes to better sleep quality, which we all know is an important part of overall physical and mental well-being. Do you want to know a secret? Companies that can promote work-life balance are more likely to hold onto their best hands. That's right. A healthy balance contributes to job satisfaction, reducing turnover rates, and this in turn increases morale. 
When you're satisfied on the job and able to create a healthy and positive balance as an employee, you tend to be more fulfilled, leading to increased morale and a positive work environment. So with these few points, consider integrating rituals to mark the transition from work time to personal time. This might be a brief walk, a moment of reflection, or even a symbolic action that signifies the shift. By doing so, you create a harmonious boundary, enhancing your overall well-being. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of work-life balance. Join me next week as we navigate the intricacies of finding balance within the cadence of family on another episode of Reflections. Until then, reflect on the boundaries you can set to bring harmony to the rhythm of your work. Remember, we're live on X. Tell us what you thought about today's topic and, of course, use the hashtag Reflections. We'll be sure to get back to you sooner rather than later. Let's talk again soon. Bye for now. the center of unity Abuja to the shores of the Atlantic Ocean Lagos this is voice of Nigeria happy Sunday and welcome to this week on Vaughn a program where we familiarize you with some of the programs slated for broadcast and from the English service of Voice of Nigeria, I am Rebecca Yunusa Avia, your host. To stay tuned. Voice of Nigeria broadcasts in several languages, but for news and programs in English, you can tune in to 15120 kHz on the DRM mode and also on 7255 kHz in the 41-meter band where we transmit to Europe and West Africa simultaneously. And for live streaming and all you want to know about Voice of Nigeria, you can log on to www.von.gov.ng. Final streaming online via Simple Radio, Radio Garden, and tune in all on your app stores. Now, the Villa is a program in Voice of Nigeria that review major events that took place in the past week at the presidential seat of power. And the Villa comes up on Saturday at 08.45 GMT. Also, Media Review is where we bring to you perspectives, context and analysis on issues trending in the media. Media Review is slated for Wednesday at 16.45 Greenwich Mean Time with a repeat edition on Sunday at 16.30 GMT. Literary Corner is a program that takes a look at literary work of African authors, both published and unpublished. You can listen to the program Literary Corner on Wednesday at 17.45 GMT. Also, World of the Art is a program that explores all art forms which tells the Nigerian story. World of the Art is slated for Thursday at 17.30 GMT.
That tune calls for the program Financial Monitor. Financial Monitor looks at the activities of the Central Bank of Nigeria and its regulatory function and ways it rejuvenates the Nigerian economy. Financial Monitor comes up on Monday at 10.45 Greenwich Mean Time with a repeat edition on Sunday at 10.30 GMT. Do stay tuned. Well, it's time to go for a short break as I treat you to this beautiful piece of music. Enjoy it. Lovely song there done by Joe Boy entitled Beginning to Fall in Love. We do hope you enjoy that music. For excellent programming, news, views, and analysis of issues from an African perspective, Voice of Nigeria. Yes, Voice of Nigeria keeps you updated on the latest happening in Nigeria and around the world through her news bulletins every Monday through Friday at 8 Hours GMT, we bring you Von Scope, a 30 minutes news magazine, and later in the day at 18 hours GMT, there is a more comprehensive package, and that is 60 minutes. 60 minutes is a program of news, views, comments, and analysis. It includes economic, sport news, today in history, and African proverbs for your listening pleasure. And on Saturday at 18 hours GMT, Spotlight is on the African continent solely. African Hour with solely news around the African continent on Saturday at 18 hours GMT. Now the Bagi people are a very peaceful, artistic people. They predominantly live in Niger, Kaduna states and the Federal Capital Territory. They are also found in Nasarawa and Kogi states of Nigeria. The Bagi people are the most populated cultural group and indigenous to the Federal Capital Territory of Nigeria. The Bagi people are one of the largest cultural group in Nigeria with an estimated population figure put at 5.8 million spread across four states, including the Federal Capital Territory. The Baggies are predominantly Christians, and here is a gospel song done by a Baggie artist. It is entitled, I Damanai. And the meaning of I Damanai, as it is in the Holy Book, it says, when others are saying, there is a casting down, you would say there is a lifting up. It simply means that... With the Lord Jesus Christ in you, you will have a sweet world. Enjoy it.
Damanai there. Well, it's with the song I Damanai by Shekwolo that we draw the curtains on this edition of the program this week on Vaughn. Do join us same time next week for a fresh edition. I am Rebecca Yunusa Avia. Thanking you so much for being part of the program. And do have a beautiful Sunday. From the towering heights of the Zuma Rock to the shimmering falls of the Kogosi live a people united for good. With a rich deposit of black gold as a footstool and engine room for growth. We speak with one voice that though tribes and tongues may differ, but like the whispering rushes of rivers Niger and Benue, we remain united for good. Nigeria. Good people, great nation. That's me and my friends when we won the Inter-Schools Cup. What do you guys want? She's here, right? Great. You've got to do it this time. He has a condom. Are you crazy? That's not your call. That's right. I will decide when I'm ready to have sex, okay? Imagine a world where young people are not pressured into having sex to impress their friends. Imagine the possibility of an HIV-free generation. It begins with you. For more information, go to www.itbeginswithyou.org. For excellent programming, news, views, and analysis of issues from an African perspective, Voice of Nigeria. From the center of unity, Abuja, to the shores of the Atlantic Ocean, Lagos, this is Voice of Nigeria. A musical genre or subgenre may be defined by its musical techniques, the cultural context amongst other elements. Speaking of which, our focus is on higher life musical genre. We welcome you once again to our weekly program, Time for High Life. This edition features high life musician Christopher Ishola Ajilo. We are reaching you from the studios of Voice of Nigeria, and I am Okatahi Ojia. Do stay tuned. Christopher Ishola Ajilo, 
popularly known as Chris Ajilo, was a Nigerian veteran high-life musician. He had his early education at CMS Grammar School in Lagos in the western part of the country, that is Nigeria, where he had his early education. After his secondary education, he decided to travel abroad to begin his journey in music. He later found his way to England, where he studied music at the Eric Gilder School of Music. In England, he took up playing the tenor saxophone and joined a jazz-infused Afro-Cuban music band and played gigs with the bands of Kenny Graham and Ginger Johnson. Chris Agilor has this to say about his early years. I lost my dad. Before I was nine years old. But my mother was a very good woman. She trained me to be what I am today. Even though she did not expect that I will be a musician, she wanted me to be a doctor or engineer. When Lord says, this is what you are going to be, and somebody else say you, I want you to be this. Ah, that one I will So, after attending Birmingham Technical College to become an automobile engineer, I finally changed to music. So I left Birmingham with London School of Music. Now, I tell you one thing. Before then, I really had some very wonderful time, which I don't want to discuss on this station. And, um, in fact, when I was changing to music, my late mother said, ah, do you want to come back to Nigeria to be a beggar? Because in those days, they, they regard you, a musician, a singer, as an alabic. But when I heard that, I decided to stop replying my mother so that she did not have to change my mind. But luckily enough, when I got back to Nigeria in January, 1955, because everybody knows Chris, Chris, Chris Ajilo. By then, and up till now, the name has not changed. I happen to be a lucky guy that have attended into a secondary school that has music as one of the subjects from class one to class three. Secondary school, CMS Grammar School. And music is a compulsory subject for all students from class one to three. That was my first introduction to music. But when I left, I went abroad after many other things like working in a BSA factory where they assemble <laughs> cycles in Birmingham 
It was then I decided to say, ah, I think I better go in for music since I had already started it for three years in the secondary school in Lagos. So, kudos to CMS Grammar School. Quite soft-spoken, isn't he? Well, upon completing his studies at Central School of Dance Music in the UK, Chris Agilor returned to Nigeria and joined the West End Cool Cats Orchestra before forming his own band, Chris Agilor and the Cubanos. The group played in various locations in Nigeria and West Africa, amongst others. The band released Ariwo and later Eko Bagwiri in 1960, amongst many others. Eko Bagwiri, which means Lagos is not a place for sluggishness, is coming up next. Christopher Agilor was a great high-life musician who was known nationally and internationally for his achievements in his musical career and his activism to protect the copyright of musicians in Nigeria. He was a band leader of the National Orchestra for Nigeria's Independence Ball and as the musician who led Nigeria's Independence Day celebrations in 1961, Chris Agilor was also responsible for recording the Lagos anthem, Eko Bagbere, as well as the president of the Nigerian Union of Musicians and the first head of Performing and Mechanical Rights Society. Ajilor once said, I am not only a musician, I am a copyright man, a trade unionist, a man that makes use of his hands and his brain. Chris Ajilor was a teacher and now speaks to us about his teaching experience. Right from there, I was teaching others. Uh, Nigerians. In fact, my teaching started from Birmingham. After I graduated from the school, 
and started playing with bands and we played at a club in Birmingham. So my colleagues who knew me before I changed to learning music were very enthusiastic to see me and they also wanted to be musicians. So my advice to them is if you want to be a musician, the first thing you have to get your instrument and they are all working because Birmingham is a big city, industrial city and plenty of jobs. So they have money to buy instruments. And they decided, one after the other, buy instruments. But after some few weeks, I got back from London to Birmingham. And they were all living in a big flat. In fact, a big story building. And no one of them has got an instructor. And they all have instruments. Trumpets, saxophone. In fact, you have some with keyboard, upright piano, drums, all sorts of instruments, but no instructor. Then I decided, say, look, I will come from London every week to give you instructions, musical instructions, how to play your instruments. So I was going from London to Birmingham on a day trip on the British Railways and teach individually the whole day, teach them music. In the evening, got back on the train again back to London. So within um, about six months, they were able to play. In no time, we launched the first Nigerian-African band in Birmingham with the name Cool Cats of Africa. So that's all. That's how it all started. So getting back to Nigeria, after my working in many clubs in Europe with my band, I came back. And um, August 1st, 1955, I started Chris Agilo and the Scubanos. And since then, I've been in music. Quite the reservoir of passion and, of course, knowledge. Well, as a music instructor, Chris Agilor was also performing at events. He performed on Art Alade's popular TV show, and in 1977, he performed at the famous Festival of Art and Culture, Festac 77, in Lagos, Western Nigeria. Next on our lineup is an interesting song titled Emi Mimo. Do enjoy it.
Beautiful song in the traditional Yoruba language of southwestern Nigeria. Now, as the first head of Nigeria's Performing and Mechanical Rights Society, he helped to secure royalties for the then Nigeria's musicians. Through the 1970s and 1980s, Chris Ajilor worked as an in-house producer at Polygram. He produced about 50 albums, including the legendary Victor Olaya and Chief Osita Osadebe. Chris Ajilo and Shago Akinlolu, popularly known as Beautiful Nubia, had a wonderful performance at Anyobanke Art Center in Lagos some years back. Unfortunately, the Nigerian music industry and high-life music lovers were thrown into mourning on the 20th of February 2021, following the death of the veteran musician Chris Agilo. The veteran musician died at the age of 91, but we will always remember his works and music. Just as the popular saying goes, a good name is better than gold. Indeed. Chris Agilor will forever remain in our memories for his melodious beat of high-life music. Now enjoy Ariwo, another amazing song by Chris Agilor and the Kibanos.
During Chris Ajilo's sojourn abroad and at home in Nigeria, the music master met and interacted with so many artists who, in one way or the other, shaped his life. He also learned from the masters in the game as well, just as he also groomed so many musicians who grew up to become very successful. One of which is Olubankole Wellington, popularly known by his stage name Banky W. Next is a classic remake of Echo Bagberry, this time by Chris Agilor and Banky W. Do enjoy it. certainly touches a chord within us that resonates within our hearts, minds and spirit. At times, music helps us to forget our troubles for a moment and lifts us to another dimension. So does high life music and this does it so well. We encourage you to listen to music regularly to ease yourselves from issues of life. The program has been Time for High Life, and we have come to the end of this edition, which came to you from the studios of Voice of Nigeria. Today we featured Christopher Ishola Ajilo. We await your comments and observations, so send them to the producer, Time for High Life, Voice of Nigeria, 
Broadcasting House, PMB 40003, Falomo Ikoi, Lagos, Nigeria, or PMB 5089, Wuse Abuja, Nigeria. You can also send an email to vonenglishproducers at gmail.com or visit our website on www.von.gov.ng for live streaming of our programs and news. This edition was produced by Grace Uboa and Sandra Okon managed the audio console. I am Okatahi Ojia. Thank you so much for listening. center of unity abuja to the shores of the atlantic ocean lagos this is voice of nigeria nothing should divide us nothing can divide us and absolutely nothing will divide us in our togetherness lies our strength our diverse nature beautifies us. Yes, we may not agree socially, politically, and culturally, not even our ideological, religious, or ethnic differences should lead to bloodshed. Let us draw a leaf from the painful reality of our recent history and give dialogue and negotiation a chance. Let us support our gallant men and women of the armed forces, symbol of our national unity. One people we are, have been, and always will be. Nigeria is my country. Your country, our country. Let us keep up together in peace and unity.
I'll be waiting there with my tricks, my loads, my hat, just so I'm low-key. And if you tell the world. 